live from BotCon. It's Friday night. Is it Friday night? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Hey, this is uh, RFC Extra. Uh, I'm Brian Kilby. With me, we have Chris, a.k.a. XV. Hello. A.k.a. Melvar. Hey, what's up? John DeLuna. Hello. Headmaster Don. Hey, everybody. And uh, live studio audience, Paul Agnew. That's good. You can stop. So we're in, we are in our room in uh, the Hilton. <laughs> it's nice over here, by the way. We like it. Uh, we like we actually we really ended up liking the uh, tower rooms over. Oh, the-, the tower rooms are nice. They're air conditioned well. They're big. They're they're bright. They're cheerful. Well, maybe not cheerful, but they're they're nice. They're, they're nice. They're nice. They're new. They're modern. Well, the uh- the loft rooms are really nice, but I don't think anybody's getting in yeah. that. But we're still at BotCon. Were you going to say something, Matt? Uh, yeah, the resort itself has turned out to be a really, really nice venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Gets uh, the job done. we're still at BotCon, and uh, it's Friday night. Uh, I am uh, in normal BotCon fashion. I am dead tired. Uh, it's kind of great. Uh, but yeah, so what Matt was saying is the resort and location are pretty stellar. Swanky. There is no shortage of food options oh my god it's this is the best location for botcon as far as food goes ever okay so like i've lived in the chicago suburbs yeah. before and this is the eating experience of the chicago suburbs there's never been a botcon that had better food options sorry rob i can't speak to that but i mean this is the best ever yeah you know, it's true go a couple go a couple suburbs north you get even more kinds of stuff than what is around here yeah it, it is amazing to live around here so like I drove into BotCon, so there really wasn't an issue with me getting here. I know if you flew in, it probably wasn't the optimal <coughs> experience. I, I think you got something caught there, Matt. You might yeah. say it wasn't the optimal situation. I wasn't. I wasn't yes. going there, Don. But so yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> XV pointed at Don and glared. This is a pun-free podcast tonight, please. <laughs> yeah, no, we're done. No, we we didn't we didn't put the laugh track sign up, Don. Stop it. No, it's it's like Family Matters. There's always a laugh laugh track, even it's though it's not. not funny. So exactly, unlike unlike normal, since we're all in the same room, I do have a slider here that I slid down to zero. Now Don's puns can't get through. We can't hang up on Don, but we can sure block him. Hey, Don, try to tell us a pun. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Okay, you're back on Don. You're back on Don. So, uh, yeah, uh, this has been a great location if you drove in and if you had no issues getting here. uh, Like, uh, John, you rented a car. Yes. So I drove here. Yeah, you drove here. Um, But, like, driving in, this is one of my favorite venues ever. It, it's really it's. I'm surprised the 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 dealer room which we got to look at for the first time today is incredibly spacious. It's very spacious. Yes, it is massive. And the floors are absolutely wonderful for being on your feet because they're like a real thick carpet, and it's the first time I've been. You know, my feet have not been hurting after being. In the my booth. feet aren't hurting either, Don. So I would agree with that. My ankles hurt, but that might be unrelated. Why my shoulder hurt? That tube, I think, is the bowling. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Jam. Yes. Jam. But uh yeah, so as far as Botcon goes, this has been as far as venue, it's been great. I really have no complaints. I have no complaints whatsoever. This is so much better than say Durham. <laughs> now, Dallas was really nice. I, I mean, I, I've only been here in Dallas as far as Botcon goes. Dallas was nice. Dallas was fun. There is 
there is places to eat. There is Jack in the Box in Dallas. We don't have that here. That's my one complaint. I think other than Durham, which I'm not going to count since I was just there for a day, my least favorite location so far has been uh, Disney. Uh, is that a cost issue or what? Um, it was a Disney issue. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're in the park, so you have the option of going to the park or dealing with uh, traffic in uh, Orlando. Well, well, and the thing is, like, you know, if you don't have your car... You are SOL. Yeah, unless you've rented when you got there, in which case, more cost. And uh, there are plenty of food options within walking distance here. And yeah. some the weather's been amazing. Yeah, some great pizza. We left a place ahead of wonderful hot dogs. Just, you know, stuff that we don't have quite, you know, down from where I'm from. Nobody has hot dogs as good as the Chicago area. I'm just going <laughs> to go on record with that. My mother-in-law makes fantastic hot dogs. <laughs> Aberration. Yes. Okay. But yeah, a great venue. So definitely give BotCon that. Um, so I guess really, let's just go ahead and get into the news. Uh, so this is uh, Tokyo Toy Show coverage live from BotCon. <laughs> it's true. He'll be staring at me. I just can't take it. <laughs> it's, um, gosh, so much stuff has happened. I, um, Tokyo Toy Show is kind of cock blocking BotCon right now. Yeah. Like, like the best news is right now happening at Tokyo Toy Show, but admittedly the Hasbro panel is tomorrow. That's right, and um, so we'll get to see all of the stuff tomorrow here that we're seeing right now from Tokyo Toy no, Show. Probably, um, not, probably not. not. Let's hope not. Not any of it. No. Yeah, we're not. You know, we will have our own unique reveals tomorrow at the Hasbro panel. Um, but like, sorry, sorry, Chris. So repeat that because I kind of just accidentally turned your volume down, thinking it was mine. We will have our own unique reveals at uh, the Hasbro panel tomorrow afternoon. And in Tokyo Toy Show's defense, it is Saturday afternoon there, so they're doing the same thing we're going to be doing tomorrow. It's just a time zone difference. Yeah. So uh, right now, um, I guess what we'll be what we'll, we will be seeing tomorrow is mostly uh, uh, Combiner Wars and the whatever new robots in disguise stuff. Then too, and uh, Titan Wars, whatever that's going to be. Very interesting. Hey, but uh, Tokyo Toy Show. Uh, Diaclone, that was announced today at uh, BotCon, but it was announced yesterday at uh, Tokyo Toy Show. Uh, the cool thing is, during the panel, uh, the history of Transformers panel, which was excellent. Yeah, the birth of the Transformers. Yeah, whatever it was called, it was excellent. It, it was a fantastic panel. We've got on T-Formers um, a full gallery of slides. Matt did an amazing job getting photos of that That was amazing. You, you sound surprised. You really shouldn't be. I was right beside Matt, I am more surprised at the camera performing well rather than you. It was masterful. I guess you could say everything developed nicely. Don, go turn the phone. Turn down the slider. Turn it off right now. (laughs) But yeah, uh, so actually, I just want to mention one thing that I haven't liked about the venue and the whole general area. Internet. Oh, my God. Yeah. The internet. So in 2015, that's kind of an integral thing. and We've had to go to some lengths to get useful internet access. And we're still really trying to figure it out as we go, so... Yeah, so uh, fingers crossed. Well, at least we know this will go up because the show from Wednesday went up eventually. It took a few hours. But this has no video, so it'll be like three times faster. Yeah. Hopefully. No jokes, Don. Yeah. I'm sitting here looking good, that's all. <laughs> Don, don't lie just because people can't see you. Don is looking good. Uh, Don, <laughs> Don turned out to be a bowling machine. 
Absolutely. Well, only when the Phil Collins started rolling. Oh my God, that was he was in his, he was in the zone. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't even down. know what happened there. It was it's like a new man, it was like Rain it's, Man. Okay, I'm sorry. You give me decent music, I can do incredible. But they things. gave you Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, in the air, you anyone who watched Miami Vice and when they play in the air tonight, it it takes us back. It, it takes us back to a better time. Okay, so yeah. Um, the music that that whole um, that whole bowling alley it looked kind of sketch on the outside, like most Chinese buffets we go to on our convention trips. I don't think we're going to get a chance to do that this time because we can't. It, it actually kind of looked like a Chinese buffet from the outside. So the interesting thing is the eating options around here are so good we can't find a sketchy Chinese buffet to go eat at to uphold our convention tradition. Yeah, it's a little disappointing. If uh, kinda, I just have to say if I, if this place had good working internet, best botcon location ever. I would have to agree with you. Yeah, uh, me too. But that's because I've never been to one before. So, except for all, except for you know being an hour away from O'Hare. Yeah, getting here is we're, the, we're just not going to mention that the ever um, again the one hiccup, right? Yeah. But once you're here, it's awesome. And then of course the hour back to O'Hare. Shut up. <laughs> now I don't want to think about that. I'm on vacation. Now, you you got a couple days yet. Now, as far as the food goes, there the one disappointment for me personally is there has been no, no waffle hardies. house that I can get to. <laughs> no. And no no waffle no waffle house for me is like, you know, just it's like no ankle. Don, pieces. that place we went to today it's eats waffle oh, house. I know, no, no, I'm just not breakfast. I, mean, I know. The place where we went was awesome, but I want to go to a waffle house and I've yet to we find had a, one available. We had a bacon infused pancake. I mean waffle waffle, waffle and it was amazing. Let let's let's just you know, take a moment to to let this settle in. We are surrounded by some of the best food that I have ever had oh, in my was, life, and Dawn is complaining because there's no, no waffle no, no, house no, 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 here. No, 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 I am not. The food we had this morning was awesome. I'm just saying, I'm on vacation, and I have not had a chance to go to a waffle house. Yet. Mute button. Dawn doesn't know. Yeah, Don, I agree. That makes perfect sense. Okay, uh, I, I'm just really amazed because, like, to me, this is no surprise because I've lived in the Chicago suburb, but it's really great to see how all of you are reacting to the kind of food around here. Just to see the outside perspective on this and the, just the wonder in your faces. I mean, it's, I mean, no, it's, it's not like going to Savannah, Georgia. It's like going to the best strip mall in, in the country. <laughs> I mean, there's a difference. I mean, it's not like it's, 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 it's good. Yeah. But, I mean, I had, I had a chocolate malt while ago and it was almost a religious experience. It was that good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, you were very happy, Don. I, I saw a huge grin come across your face. It was like heaven. It was like he was a child again. And then he, he can't really remember the experience yeah. anymore. But so, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> Tokyo Toy Show. Uh, Masterpiece Ironhide. Drop the mic. Oh, wait, I don't like it. <laughs> no. well, yeah, dro- <laughs> drop the mic and walk away from it, please. Explain yourself. Uh, you know, the vehicle mode is spot on perfect. Just about. But you know what else is? That third party Ratchet's vehicle mode. That's spot on, too. But it has the same problem. They had robot mode, but in a different way. So right now, what we see doesn't look that great. When I see it in person, I may love it. Like Ooh. Masterpiece Ultra Magnus, we had the conversation today. Didn't like it in photos. In, in hand, it's the best thing but ever. But the difference is with Masterpiece Ultra Magnus and his uh, butt flap, you can kind of hide that behind him. Butt flap had nothing to do with it. But uh, Ironhide has these great big panels hanging off of his hips. That, yeah, that there almost, is no way to hide. He almost is like if he was a super robot, he'd pull them off and use them as like throwing stars or something. We've seen a photo. I mean, maybe they come off. Who knows? Well, the the one thing that sort of irks me again, probably not. 
early, early photos, is they have an Autobot sticker on his front of his vehicle mode, but it's the regular red and bl- regular red with white outline sticker, and not the other way around, and not, and not just a white outline sticker with the red coming from his body color, like for Sideswipe, Masterpiece Sideswipe has a. It's no. a prototype, Don, that oh, can I know, change. I know, I know. I'm just saying, I hope that's one thing I hope they change. Ironhide's subject to change. Yeah, I am. It's like I talked about a while back um, about everyone making these suppositions from these early photos. I know this stuff's going to change. I just do hope that the, the sticker is removed and it's a panel that you can flip that they've been doing since Bumblebee. Uh, that has the white outline Autobot symbol, like sides. Hey, what about uh, what about uh, that uh, Devastator? Oh, I thought we would just go in order here. Oh, I wasn't done complaining about Ironhide yet, but okay. The lead. Let's go to. Okay, but, okay, Elbow fine. Town. Okay, let's. Yeah, let's let's talk about the changes to Takara's Devastator. I'm unmuting Don. Um. Okay, so we knew going in that they were adding individual guns to the Constructicons, which, I mean, that's fine. That's an easy thing to do. Just set up another sprue of the gun parts, and you're good to go. No, they've, they've gone a little farther than that, and this was supposed from the teaser silhouette images. Some guys have new elbows. What? There has been speculation for some time now that Takara may be making some mold changes and uh, some characters that were originally less elbow having than others might be getting an upgrade. So I guess Takara bent to the pressure. No pun zone, Don. No pun zone. I'm pressing the mute button for five minutes. (laughs) Okay. Penalty box. He'll be back. (laughs) Time out, Don. Oh, man, I forgot about that. (laughs) It just gives him more time to come up with more puns. Oh. oh god! Okay, I'm unmuting. <laughs> yeah, Don, go sit in the bathroom for five minutes. Oh no, <laughs> no! I uh, I kind of punched our bathroom in the face a little while ago. It's, I'm sorry. It smells like what I imagine the inside of a football to smell like. <laughs> well, I, actually, I can't say he's wrong about that either. Actually, basically, Massey's litter box smells about the same. Well, so well, you know, on, honestly, the the bathroom kind of took three in a row. So got three in a row. Room for one more. <laughs> Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. So, uh yeah, uh but I I just assumed that the I just assumed that uh the changes with Devastator would be cosmetic with the exception of the guns, but no. No, uh so Long Haul has had new lower arm pieces with functional forward moving elbows added and Scrapper has arms now with bending elbows. The problem, the problem as I see it, Scrapper's elbows appear to only bend 90 degrees, so um, the structural stability of that heel is definitely in question now for Devastator. Unless there's some some way of locking them in place. I could see this going very, very badly. Right. Now we've all seen Devastator in person. Uh, Amazing. It, it's beautiful. Big. It's, it's bigger than I yeah. imagined. Pictures do not do this justice. Yeah, they, they I, I, they just, I, I had some concerns, but I saw this thing. I fell in love. I, I wanted to grab it and run. Now, you know, for, for those of us... The, the retail one that is not the SDCC. Yeah. That's screw true. That. Yeah. You screw the SDCC. You know, well, now, I will, say that, I will say for those people in the SDCC, if you're, that big, giant, vac metal drum does draw your eye 
very badly to that just to that one portion but scrapper does have a little bit of vac metal that you really can't see in a lot of the pictures up until now it's not enough to rebalance the legs out visually but there is some there on scrapper but you know that mixed master leg is still heavily hey don get closer to the microphone Sorry. The the other problem too is we found out the SDCC one, the plastic color is no different from the retail one. The only difference is the chrome and the different paint apps. Yeah. And the head. Yeah. Right, the head. The head. Um which I, I actually prefer the visored version uh retail, so seeing them in person, I'm kinda lukewarm on both of them now. I, I kinda want the uh dark face Photoshop thing I did to be done that at did some look point. Nice. Yeah. Hey, uh, just because I'm random and tired right now, I just want to point out how really cool it is to get together with you guys. Yeah. And tell Don to get closer to the mic. Well, I don't know about face that. To part. Face. face to face. While our studio audience face plays with his BotCon souvenirs. Face to face while we all have our backs turned on Don. We don't get to do this often enough, and I really appreciate the chance to do it. No. Yeah, I, I, I am literally sitting on the edge of the bed as far away from them as I can and still be in the same room. So it's, you know, just. That's almost. No, true. actually, Paul is farther away than you are, Don. He's a studio audience. He has to be further away. This is true. Yes. So, um, yeah. So, uh, Devastator, really neat. Uh, really want it. Can't wait to get it. Um, so, in the absence of Rob Clay here to express this himself, I will, on his behalf, um, recount one of his tweets from tonight that I agree with. The uh, U.S.-based retailers at the BotCon dealer room, I, I'm pretty sure, are regretting not trying to sell Devastator on site today because... With this announcement, there's probably going to be a lot less business. Although, apparently, Devastator is street-dated, and that's why nobody could bring one in. And also the fact that the Takara version may be significantly higher. Well, and, it will and, be done. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to the point where having the elbows... Again, having grown up with G1 like I did, elbows were a luxury. We didn't have to have elbows as long as the figure was good. But, so know, it's 2015, though. I, I know, but... you know, And these are Voyagers. Don, we know what you're just saying. The thing is, <laughs> the thing is, it's not. We're not kids anymore, and you know, we, we get a little more. Now, I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. And like, I accept the Hasbro Devastator for what it is because it's the it's what is essentially necessary to make Devastator work and keep it under two hundred dollars. And I'm still going to buy it regardless of elbows. Where elbows are not. Tommy, I'm speculating on this. I have not seen a price listed or announced or anything. I am betting that it's going to be twenty five thousand yen for the set. So it's like thirty five bucks. Freak not. Oh. It's like thirty Canadian dollars. <laughs> oh. Yeah, d- yeah, Brian. That's exactly what it is. Go ahead and well, pre-order one. Hey, Paul, now. what is that in uh, Australian dollars? That's a lot of money. <laughs> Two hundred fifty U.S. dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like that. He's spocking at us. Yeah, he's throwing like gang signs at us. So that's how they do three there. That's three hundred bucks. Wasn't that the gang sign for the Van Buren boys? Is Seinfeld references. Oh, I was thinking the Warriors. <laughs> uh, now I, w- I will say one thing. Uh, both myself and Melvar have Hercules. Having we Hercules love it. giant does not preclude you from getting this Devastator. Oh no. It's, no, it, no, it, no! it's such a different aesthetic, but it's so. Don, I have City Commander and uh, Combiner Wars Ultra Magnus. There is no need for a third-party pre-existing purchase to preclude of an official one. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm just saying for those people who were thinking that if you have Hercules or you have Giant, you really don't need this. The aesthetic, yes, you do. The aesthetic is so incredibly beautiful. 
you will want it for yourself. Unless you don't collect official toys and just collect third party, which there are those folks that do. There are, and on one level, I can't understand that, but that's not the scope of this episode. Yes. Uh, John DeLuna, what are your thoughts on Devastator? Uh, He's big. He's green. He's very devastatory. You know, on a Uh, tangent related to what Kilby was saying before, it's very strange to be around John DeLuna this long and not see him wearing a hat. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I'll have to work on that. You've yeah, let us down. Just John. imagine that I have like a giant uh, sombrero or fedora or uh, nothing. perhaps a, an just elf a, hat. A baseball cap would be perfectly fine, John. Uh, a beanie? Yes, yes, a beanie. A top a with a propeller. A, a stovetop hat. A hunting hat. cap. A hunting cap. I'm, I'm going through all my hat knowledge. With that shirt you're wearing now, you do need a safety orange hunter's cap. You need like a hard hat. Yeah, I mean, Chris like has managed to find the orangest shirt I have ever seen yeah, in my it, life. It's, uh, and, you, and you know, back home in Tennessee, because the the college football team, their color is orange. The Volunteers. I yes. can get a bright orange hunting cap or any other kind of hat very easily. It may have go a to big a Walmart. UT logo. You can get that anywhere. Yeah. No, no, but I mean, there's you know, yeah, you can get like safety hunting caps, but I can get. Bright orange baseball caps, anything like that, because of the football team. What's the difference? In, in, in the bowling alley earlier, we were under a black light, and I blame the brightness of Chris's shirt for my low score. It was very distracting. Excellent, excellent. Paul but, is a machine, by the way. Did yeah, anybody get pictures Paul really of me is under the legit. black light? By the way, what was that? Did anybody get a picture of me under the black light? By the way, yeah, I think so. Because awesome. I didn't get to, I didn't get to appreciate the full radiance of myself under black light. No picture will ever do that justice. You literally radiated. It, it will not do it justice, but I have to get a sense of it. Anyway, back to Tokyo Toy Show. Okay, so yes. uh, big, tr- big monkey, not truck. The big bombshell in the room is uh, what appears to be a prototype masterpiece, Optimus Primal. That blew my mind. Mine, too. So weird. I was completely unaffected. And thank goodness it's not a super fire convoy. I am so thankful that we got that. Okay, all right. (laughs) We know that's not going to happen because nobody wants that. Hey, Don, I'm with you. I'm on that team. Since since I'm sitting behind y'all, I'm putting up signs and gestures and... and, Unfortunately, I can't see around Kilby to catch any of them. Exactly. So just know that I am throwing... Not gang signs at you, but it's so just your so Don. So Don, what do you think of of this then? Well, it's not. I, I mean, Beast Wars is not my go to thing. Uh, nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying, yeah, it's not my go to thing. And mm-hmm. I muted Don. And the actual masterpiece series, and not like now. To a, be completely you know, fair, I would like to see the engineering of a masterpiece fire convoy. Oh my god! Just to, yes. just to see how they would integrate. The three modes. Let's not okay. Not specifically talk about Super Fire Convoy, but Beast Convoy, uh, Optimus, Optimus Primal. Primal. I mean, I know we have Beast Convoy. We have Convoy. We have um, we have Star Saber. Uh, what other primary Autobot leaders? We have Rodimus Prime. What other Diatlas? Diatlas. We would need Diatlas. I voted for Diatlas last time. I got Star Saber then instead. Armata, but hey, Armada, uh, or Grand Uni- Convoy. Yeah, yeah. Any Unicron trilogy. Yeah. No, specifically Grand Convoy. No, yeah. Yeah. no, no. A, uh, a uh, you new- could do uh, Power Master Prime. That would be a really cool yeah, masterpiece. Because yeah. Super Jinrai. Yes, oh, yeah. uh, please. Jinrai is a di- yeah, Jinrai is different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a uh, a new Rodimus would be. Oh, nice. oh that, I don't wait, wait. Happen. Masterpiece I don't think God that's Bomber. Anytime soon. It may happen, but yeah, it just, not in our life. Yeah, I, I don't we disagree. do need a new one. I, we do, uh, absolutely. It'll be five years before a new Rodimus. And technically, since we've, since we've already got Grimlock, we, we can't we, we can knock him off the Autobot leader list, technically, if you go by the comics. 
I, I guess so. He had a crown, so I'm good well, with that. Well, in that case, Fort Max. Oh, yeah. In that case, you would have to go comics-oriented with it, where he's the same size as just big dudes and was he's it, not a city. Wasn't Blaster in charge for a while, too? Like a day. Hey, it counts. <laughs> Give me Blaster. I have Soundwave. I want more cassettes. And, uh, Fair enough. Bumblebee's already been done, so that's the leader from the IDW comics, yeah. right? Well, in that case, we need another new Starscream. No. He wasn't. He's a leader in the comics. But he's not a leader of the Autobots. Oh, no, no. We've had one no, leader. No, just the entire planet. You're right. That doesn't matter. We've had, yeah. we've had, one, le- we've had one Decepticon leader in Masterpiece so far. We kind of, no, two if you count Ratbat. Well, yeah, okay. Wasn't, okay that, I was, and wasn't Soundwave in command for a little while, too? In the comics? Shockwave was. I know Shockwave was. Yes. Yeah, uh, Mas- yes. Masterpiece Shockwave, anybody? Paul is like our, our personal Wikipedia. He is the Wikipedia of RFC. Yeah, and in the absence of Chris McFeely, he's a nice backup to general Transformers knowledge. Yeah. So the thing about this masterpiece is it's going to be extra creepy and disturbing when a robot like bursts from its split, broken, yeah, hyper-realistic-ish body. Because the, okay, like, the picture we have to look at, we're looking at uh, pictures mirrored on T-formers right now. What we have to look at here is it looks like a seamless ape body based on the cgi model and i cannot see if there is any element to that of how it's going to transform i cannot see it it's gonna be so weird so gross really in some ways Maybe peel it off when think about like the proportion change like the robot mode model in the show the robot mode model in the show is built basically like the toys robot mode is Mm -hmm. the ape mode is completely made up and the proportions of everything change between them. I don't know how you would get... Like, that ape mode is very accurate to the cartoon. I don't know how you would get a robot mode equally accurate out of that. It, you know what? Uh, maybe the transformation is super simplified. So ig- ignoring any kind of crazy... Um, so basically, l- look at it this way. Maybe the leg, you, you literally you pull it off like like a pretender and maybe do like one flip of the joint or like a spot above the knee and for both legs. And you could probably get something that's pretty close. The backpack pops out. You know what this masterpiece really should have been based off of, though? Transmetal. Oh, absolutely. That's my favorite. As long as it's not Optimal Optimus. But it, need, it needs a uh, bright pink variant like the original one I have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with, with the uh, the toner, not toner, but the paint. Yeah, the toner ran out in the middle of the printing process. <laughs> no, yeah, but it's the same sort of, the same sort of yeah. thought process. Yeah, for, the, for those people who, the people who are young and don't quite remember, there was a running color variant on the uh, Transmetal Optimus Primal where a lot of them got a pink or a purple sheen that was very close to... Beast Wars Megatron. So, I, so I'm the only, only one here actually wearing headphones so I can monitor and make sure everything sounds okay. Uh, so Don really needs to get a job with NPR because the way he described that just sounded so... Boring? NPR. I'm not saying boring. I like It that. put you to sleep, though. Intellectual. Intellectual. I like that. Well, I was just trying to provide a frame of reference for those younger yeah, uh, Don, we people. Know. So I'll say this. Uh, because we've been, this, <clears throat> we've been talking about who is who from Transformers the movie... And we've established that um, that diecast is blur. Oh, Don, we we have so diecast himself has unintentionally established that. But Don Don says he's perceptor, and I could you know with the way he's I, I didn't see it before, but now maybe. 
That's because the, the jury's still out. That's because we don't have a boring announcer character in Transformers to adapt him to. Like if if he had a cooler sounding voice, he could be uh, Vic Caroli. Yeah, and actually just be the narrator, but that would be kind of the opposite of what he was doing just there. Would you like to be the narrator, Don? Yes, I'll be the narrator. He could be Vince DiCola playing the music for us. Okay, obviously I am very tired, so I'm not thinking straight. So uh, yeah, uh, let's go ahead and what what else does Tokyo Toy Show have for us? Let's find out. Uh, Diaclone. Diaclone. Optimus Primal. Oh wow, we're looking at the photo. Look at that face. Look at that. Look at that face. That's, look at that chest. That's kind of terrifying. It's basically I, looking at the CG model. Like know, okay, so like anybody who's familiar with like Hot Toys stuff from the Avengers or yeah. anything else, that's basically what we're getting out of this Optimus Primal face sculpt that we're looking at on T Formers right now. That is just. It's creepy and awesome. There's like almost an uncanny valley thing going on with that because of how close it is to the CG model. Um, with how close it is to a gorilla. Well, though that CG model was never close to a gorilla. Well, that's why it's in the uncanny valley. <laughs> but yeah, pretty cool. I, I don't do masterpieces really, but I have to get that. Uh, yeah. If you want to know more about masterpieces, listen to the most recent episode of John. Yeah. The RFC minicast. Yes. Yes. My baby. Uh, okay. So My 30 minute baby. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, baby. Uh, yeah. We're looking at photos of uh, the Constructicons. They're amazing. Uh, what else? We well, could talk uh, about. You know, we keep dancing around this, but Diaclone is coming back from Takara this summer. That's pretty amazing. We saw summer. pictures. Yeah, they actually showed them to us at that panel, and um, uh, one yes. of the younger audience members actually asked. Those kids were awesome. Um, Kojin Ono from Jakara Tomi was present uh, for part of the panel. The, as he was present there to basically give the presentation of the panel. Uh, and the the kids in the audience asked him, you know, is that going to be brought over? And they're working. They're they're looking into it. They're, they're investigating it. it. So, Don, you were going to say something from Tokyo Toy Show that you want to talk about? Oh no, no, I'm sorry. I was thought you were going in a different oh. direction. Oh, okay. When they were talking about Diaclone, we specifically saw prototype uh, pictures of Die Battles Two Version Two. It was pretty awesome. Which was the uh, giant robot style Diaclone line, right? I believe so. Yeah the the thing that originally preceded. The car robots line. I learned so much about Diaclone with that panel today. It was amazing. Yeah. I wasn't really even sure what to expect from that going in. I knew there was Takara Tomy people here and assumed one or more of them would be up there giving the presentation. I did not expect this. It was it was really interesting. It was yeah, it was we fantastic. we saw several uh, original concept sketches from Kojinoto. It was it was really great. Yeah, we actually said, well, we can go, and if it sucks, we can uh, leave. Nope. Oh, and, uh, of course, uh, Monzo got in the first question. Questions. The first well, three questions, yeah. Uh, and, uh, okay, so what were his questions? He had the one question about uh, uh, he Sunstreaker. Asked, he asked about Sunstreaker's external engine because that's not a standard thing on a... Um, Lamborghini. Thank you. <laughs> 
And basically what that came down to was it's, it's, a, it's a Lamborghini body, but with things inspired by other kinds of supercars. They, they, they spiced it yeah. up for their purposes. And there was also... Um, it was someone. It wasn't Monzo who asked, but somebody asked about how licensing worked in the '80s for doing realistic cars, which was a this really is the, my favorite question. Yeah, it was a really yes, interesting question. I'm, I'm glad someone asked this, and the answer was uh, almost verbatim. Things were a lot looser then. Yeah, it's very strict now, but back then you could do that. And yes, the rules were quote pretty loose, which is back which then. must have been the case, uh, of course, when they also did car robots. 10, 15 years ago, because... In Japan, probably Hasbro had to Hasbro. license the Dodge Viper. Yeah, At, so on the second run. Uh, yeah, for Super super Sideburn had to have the license mark, and every use of the mold After. subsequent yeah. had to have the license on it. But yeah, so there really hasn't been a lot from BotCon, I guess. No, but on the it, it, is, only, it is only Friday. It's only Friday. Um, and, you know... I wish the birth of the Transformers thing had been a Saturday panel so more people would have had the opportunity to, I, like, walk-ins could have come and seen it, because only, only badged attendees could get in today, and you couldn't do walk-in on Friday. Yeah. Uh, no, but it, it was a really great panel, and it, it's the kind of thing I want to come to BotCon or any convention and see that kind of thing. Yeah, it was. It definitely should have been a Saturday panel. Uh, what about, uh, so we, again, are in the Hilton um, and there is uh, not con. It's not not con, but uh, yeah, um, Abagus. I I don't actually know the proper way to pronounce their name, uh, but they they do have uh, over here in one of the uh, meeting meeting rooms. Yeah. Uh, technically, what they call it here. Um, they have their own third party event going on. Uh, they have a, a a test shot of the Make Toys uh, Pandanus, their Scorponok. Which up till so big. up till now has only been shown as a resin hard copy, uh, so this is actual plastic and could conceivably be transformed if someone was brave enough to do it. I don't think they'll ever do that, but uh, probably not. Uh, no. This this thing is is massive. I don't it's, know who. It's bigger than Utopia yeah, it's, overall. It, it's uh, it, it, as as far as a height comparison, it's very similar to Utopia. Yeah, it's, it's the same but height, as but, far as mass goes, I would say there's easily twice the twice the plastic in yeah, that thing. There's there to me. There's probably as much material in Pandarus as there is in Warbitron Bruticus. I would say more. Well, if you if you consider the five individual members and the plastic they need, like you don't see all the plastic mass in the Warbitron combiner, but it's there. I, I but say, I've seen Pandius. My God, I would say something that the listeners will have more experience with. I would say there's as much plastic in Pandius as there is in Metroplex. I would I would say generations. Ge- uh, yeah, I would. Okay, Titan class. Okay, okay I, t- would say, I would Metroplex say, is a lot taller. He's taller. I, I would say cut the legs off of. Cut the lower legs off Fortress Maximus, and you're basically there. Yeah, that that's... That, that sounds fair. And uh, from what we were told, uh, Pandemus or Pandius or however you say his name is Pandemus. Pandemus, Pandy. I think it's a, but, it has an N. Okay, whatever. But is pretty much on an N, schedule. Like pedantic. <laughs> is pretty much on schedule to be out by the end of this year. Which is pretty amazing, but not astonishing, given they have a plastic test shot. Yes, but. Uh, Start saving now, because, yeah. It's, yes, because it, it's... Because, see, I was on the fence about it just from the early shots, and it's like, when you see it in person, it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, and uh, here's the important thing. 
The important thing is it's just the next in a line of these toys. Oh, uh, also, should we mention what they said is next? Or uh, that's, that's where, no, I, where I was going. No one told me not to say anything. That's where I was so. going. Bad Don. I'm sorry, I didn't know. So, so I, I have, Don, I have stop n- stepping on the Segway. You're going to go over the cliff. Yes, I have Fine, no I'll compunctions about saying good. that I was told that a Unicron and a Fortress Maximus are both in the planning stages. Interesting. Yes. Um, so moving off from that, they have the uh, Make Toys Reflector Trio on display in there, too. And they are so nice looking in person. I, I cannot even believe how good that camera mode came out. They look fantastic. They also have, I don't, it was not the last time I was there, but they have Capola. Yeah, they do have Capola. I think they're waiting until tomorrow to actually put that on display. Uh, but they have, they have a sample in both modes. And we, uh, we saw the wrapped up pieces, and it is so big. Uh, two things is all, well, three things I'm going to bring up. Uh, they have the repaints of Smart Robin and Code. Uh, Smart Robin is now uh, Sonic Bomber from Zone, and Code has gotten a more accurate G1 paint scheme. They're they're also over there. Uh, in the more toy based than cartoon, right? Oh, is, it, is it toy based? Yeah, okay. I think. Right. I thought I thought they were going for more cartoon based. He's uh, way too brown. And they also have uh, for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Troll fans. Just as a side note. That third party Kang, Krang, that, Krang, well, Krang. yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Not Michael and Sarah, <laughs> not Kang and Kodos. It's Krang, but it's amazing. Don. Yeah, it's if you're a turtle fan uh, or you know a turtle fan, be sure to have them look at look at our uh, tweets and our information out there because yeah. it's something that you, you need to see. Good, Don. Yes, that's exactly right. Listen to Don. Fol- follow TF Radio. <laughs> follow at TF Radio and Facebook.com slash TF Radio, etc., etc. Uh, well, let's see here. Uh, BotCon, BotCon. Uh, again, all the big news will happen tomorrow, and just follow us on Twitter. Uh, actually, probably by the time you hear this, it'll all already have happened. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, keep an eye on T-Formers. We're going to be getting the information up from the Hasbro panel as quick as we can, and uh, doing reports on the other panels, you know, throughout throughout the evening, most likely. But we will be reporting on other panels uh, tomorrow as well. Yeah. Uh, anything else that we need to mention uh, did y'all guys want to talk about maybe those of you that saw the Hartman's booth or things we saw in the dealer's room uh, dealer- or things we got? I'm sorry, Don. We can't quite hear you. I think we're having some technical difficulties again. We better uh, just go ahead and end the show so we can work on this for our next broadcast. <laughs> so, uh, the, I mean, the Hartman's... So, uh, what was that, Don? Nothing. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, so... I'm disappointed by the Hartman's table. No, I'm not not a knock against the Hartman's, but like I, I had assumed, it was going to be stuff that I already have, and it's mostly stuff. Well, I it's have. it's their it's their second and third tier stuff. All the good stuff which went, is, which is my collection, second and third tier stuff. So, but yeah, no, I get it. But it's it's huge, and they have some great. The thing I'm really impressed with at this botcon at the, at the at in the dealer room is there are some fantastic prices yeah there's some yeah there's good yes. prices there's deals to be <laughs> I, uh, had there's some I, I, not like, so fantastic prices like it's not super impressive but i got two uh combiner wars vipers for just barely over retail which is quite an accomplishment in a dealer room uh, a guy had a mint sold box a couple of mint sold box uh brave maxes for 250 bucks good price i sold kill me mine for like twice that that's not true uh wasn't twice that almost it was like 300 uh, uh, well, okay. It was like three hundred cash, and then you also waived my gas costs to go to Dallas. 
Okay, so they also had a Fort Max for like 250 bucks. Encore, but also good price. Yes, yeah, good price. Uh, I, I bought a. Um, I, I realized I'm, I'm trying to fill in holes in my collection, and I realized that I sold my G16 shot, and I was going to get the uh, that last Encore version, the one that has the, the leather box, the leather box. Yeah. I wanted it, but guess what? I bought a six shot today for twenty bucks. That, that's nice. insane. That's a stupid low price. Yeah, that's ins- uh, well, then your laser Magnus too is a pretty good. A hundred bucks, yeah. 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 Uh, that guy, that the guy that I got the, um, I saw some, I saw where somebody on Twitter paid fifty bucks or something for a mint and sold box um, long rack a couple days ago, and uh, the guy had one for eighteen dollars, which is much more <laughs> in line with what I would expect to pay. I don't want to have a long rack. I don't need that kind of stress in I, my life. I love long rack. I love long rack, but I wouldn't pay fifty dollars for. I mean, even if you're not a Beast Wars collector, a long rack is is unique enough to at least have mm-hmm. a, a spot on your shelf. Fair enough. I, I want a mock kick too. I I didn't see one. I need I need to get a mock kick. Mock kick. Or we could just get you a My Little Pony. No. Okay. And uh, I, I picked up uh, one of my uh, Holy Grail. Well, not a Holy Grail, but Don the, got a great price on this. Tell us yeah, about that, Don. It's uh, the Family Mart, uh, the clear uh, Optimus Prime Fringe of the Fallen. I got it for a third of what it was three years ago, so I'm really happy with that. So listen to a recent uh, RFC minicast where we talk about Transformers, your collection, what's it worth anyway? The answer's not much. And BotCon is uh, proving that out, honestly. Yeah. yeah. It's like seeing that played out in real life. Prices for sure. fluctuate like crazy over time when demand goes down. Um, gosh, there was something that I saw. I, I did see a black Zarak uh, missing the spear for 1100 <laughs> Today, yeah, yeah, I saw wow. I saw one yeah. for sixteen. A good example of that of that too is like the Hartman's collection is what seventy percent Armada, and all those are basically selling for retail, less or than less. retail. Yeah, I mean they they had a tidal wave, one tidal wave because the box was open, but it was still you know attached in the Someone box. Someone needs to buy that because tidal wave is awesome. Yeah. So, uh, I, not to be a jerk, but if your collection is, you know, Unicron Trilogy stuff and you, you're trying to retire on it. Um, Are they trying to retire? No, 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 no. Come up with a backup not, not plan. The Hart, not the Hartmans. Yeah, no, I didn't think so. They're just liquidating. They're liquidating no, for space. No, but what I'm saying, we have yeah. all these people who, like, you know, my collection's an investment. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, like, your collection's 80% Unicron Trilogy. No, Come up sorry. with a backup plan for retirement. Sorry to break it to you. Yeah. Not trying to be a jerk, but just got to keep it real. Uh, I saw something else that was a ridiculous price that I can't remember what it was. Was it like vintage, old, recent? It was uh, a really limited. Uh, it was like a, not e It was something. It wasn't e uh, It was something. Those are things that will decrease in value for sure once people forget like what they are. That's a good point because I saw, I think, um, a sunstorm for under $100. Oh, uh, I remember one thing I saw in um, Mega Toy Fan. Is that right, Mega Toy Fan? Well, yes. I don't. I don't really know offhand without knowing what you're referring to. I mean, they're a thing. Yeah, that, so. but that's. I, I, I got the name right. That's yes, that that is a Me- store. Megamus, that guy, Brett, from TFYLP. Yeah, yeah, that's his store. Uh, yeah. So, um, he had. God, and I almost bought this, and I still want it. I need to get it. Uh, the uh, Botcon C concept or the TF Club C concept. Oh, like he had it for like 150 bucks. Okay. Which that was a good deal more than that a few years ago. Well, and just like we we had those experiences going around to different places where things were definitely priced higher than they should be reasonably. Which at a convention you is you expect expected. That. Yes, yeah. I, I'm not saying anything that's you know 
abnormal or not what's done. It's just we've we've had experiences like that besides yours too. Yeah, but uh, that was a great price. I mean, in general, you know, his stuff is, you know, he he seems really fair in dealing dealing with him in the past. Uh, let's see here. What else? What else? What else? So uh, before the show, we we did a couple of uh, not parts parties, but pre-show sales. Uh, room sales? Room sales, I guess. A lot of third-party stuff in those. We got to see the... Uh, we got to see uh, Mastermind Creation Spartan test yes. shot, and that looks super nice. Oh, I can't wait for that thing. The surprising thing, the surprising thing though, is um, I got a really good look at DX9's carry, their uh, Rodimus Prime figure. I and, like it. Oh, yeah, and, it's... Well, I am, I'm not interested in buying it because it does not fit into my collection. Uh, also, the price is a little bit more than I'd ever be comfortable with. Um like for what it does to transform, it is super compact on the back, super clean, and even though the yellow of the spoiler on the front side is painted on and it's red plastic underneath, they've got the flames from the trailer mode on the back, so when you look at it from behind, it doesn't look unfinished or wrong so much as you would think it would. Yeah. Very nice. It, it was. It's really well designed, from what I can see. Uh, basically, I was on the fence with that one myself. Uh, I think. I think everybody's a little, you know, sh- brought him a shy because after what happened with the masterpiece version. But well, I've got Cloud, and that fixed me. Yeah, uh, I'm great. sorry. Uh, cloud have, is the only Rodimus we, you ever need. We haven't seen a Cloud Roadbuster today. We haven't, have we? John, was it you, John, that was looking for one? Uh, yeah, I was. I didn't see one. I saw one. a Hell Warp somewhere, but I didn't see a Roadbuster. Yeah, I don't think anybody had one. Somebody had. You were looking for Cloud Starscream, and you said somebody had it for four hundred bucks. Four twenty-five. I still think oh, that was the price for my a God. set of four Cloud figures, not an individual. That was not. I really hope so, but you were holding up the one box and asking the guy. So this is true. I just. My brain will not allow me to believe that someone legitimately is asking $400 for one Transformers Cloud figure that I can get anywhere else for, but, like, one, one ten. But most dealers, if you're holding up one box out of a set, they'll tell you four twenty five for the set. Those words were not uttered. I'm pretty they sure. They were not, and I'm not, I'm not denying that the communication maybe was not as good as it could have been. All I know is we walked away very quickly. But and politely. Politely, of course. But before he could, like, attack you or what? <laughs> <laughs> but they're cloud figures, so really nothing of value was lost. <laughs> well, yeah, because Rodimus wasn't at the table. You know, it's nothing to do with what we're talking about. The experience of sitting around the table and recording like this is just... It's one of my favorite things we do when we get together. Even if I'm about to fall asleep. I can tell, too. Like I had to get diecast to drive my car today, because at Botcon you don't you don't. Which is why you got lost a couple of times. Well, yeah. not lost, but you took some wrong turns. You don't you don't get a lot of rest at Botcon. Like it's not for some people. Some people may consider it vacation. It's work for me. It's it's work for me this time. Yeah. And even when you do get to rest, sleeping on the floor doesn't really count. Yeah. 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 And, and every- hey, I'll tell you what though, sleeping in a bed doesn't always count either. Yeah. And every year I realize that. I can't get by on four hours of sleep anymore. I, my body just will. I used to pull all nighters. Not let me all, do every that. Every I, I haven't pulled an all nighter yet. I came close to it a couple nights ago, and I slept maybe just a couple hours. Mm. Although that wasn't really by choice; that was just circumstance. Yeah. Well, so I mean, in the early days, I'd be up at like till two o'clock in the morning at the dealer's room at four to get in line with the dealer's room. And it's like, no, I can't do that anymore. Get out of the way I back will, machine, Don. I will die. 
back in my day, you know, BotCon used to be on a uh, look, used, look, used to be on ahead of a pen. Look, I'm just saying when I was younger and I'm I'm just going to go out on a limb here and just I mean, this is my first BotCon. I was kind of concerned and a little stressed out in getting prepared for this show. It Likewise, except yeah, for the first BotCon yeah, thing. It, yeah, it didn't seem like anything was going right, but now that I'm here, uh, I'm having a wonderful time. Just wait till tomorrow when I have you on your feet for 12 hours. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. <laughs> yeah, Saturday is, its, <laughs> Saturday is its own beast. This is like my 15th or 16th BotCon. And it's like uh, a sub-convention all to itself. Yes, uh, for sure. It's like it's the main event, for sure. And I'm looking forward to it like I do every year. So it's been a rocky road getting to this BotCon, but now that we're here... We're having fun. We're having fun. Yeah. Super good time. Super good time. There, there is a lot of fun stuff to do like, in the area around the convention. Most of it involves eating, but that's normal convention behavior. And the convention itself is looking really good so far. So tomorrow's probably going to tomorrow's gonna be super busy, but I think we're going to have a good time. And on an added note, our studio audience over there today got to meet Frank Wilker and said he is pretty much a super awesome guy. And he gave him a hug and a kiss. And he gave him a belly-to-back suplex and threw a table. And Frank Wilker is a beast. Obviously, I need sleep. No, I think you're describing Don's experience when he meets Sue Blue. (laughs) All I'm going to do is give her a Legends RC because... She deserves a, a f- figure, one of her most famous characters. In I bet form. she already has and one. pledges on dying well, love. Good night, everybody. Yes, everybody. yeah. Uh, good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> good night. Let's go, let's go, let's go.